0: Hello and welcome to the Pub People podcast. I'm Gary
1: Proper Brian here.
0: Just Brian and it's Chuck. All right, well we've got a we've got an excellent uh, podcast here for you today. You
1: calling this excellent with all the fights we got into? I was I was
0: entertained. I thought it was <laughs> in I a very gladiatorial kind you know, of way. Yeah, gladiatorial. <laughs> hey, gladiatorial is a good word for uh, for our, our discussion that we had um, on our heated uh, discussion. Our, okay, heated <laughs> discussion we had on. Um, we did another top five mechanic, and uh, this time it was. Uh, set collections. Shuck did some data analysis for us.
2: Yeah, and Gary got in a fight with a Brian. Well,
0: yeah. you'll have to find out which one it was. Listen to the episode.
1: <laughs> who knew? Who knew the data could be so divisive? Oh my it, goodness! Oh wow! It was. Oh, wait divisive. a minute. Who watches the news? I yeah, don't know.
3: seriously. Well, and and um, and I have to say that it wasn't just through Shuck's new segment that that caused some division. Uh, we might have we might have some other conversations after the podcast. I think we have so some hurt feelings. Going just a little down. bit.
0: <laughs> Although we we ended with some some good uh, you know. Apologies, I think. Uh, we, had a, we had a kumbaya on Some, a some kind of backhanded apologies, <laughs> I think. Um, we, we, we also had a good talk about just kind of some fallen favorites, games that we really have held in high esteem over the years, kind of, or time, kind of fallen down, and, and we discussed kind of why. And, and actually, uh, Proper Brian gave us some good kind of criteria for how he looks at that. Um, and then we, I guess we had a good, uh, good, I thought our discussion, we had a nice little off-topic discussion. Normally we begin a podcast with a little roundtable of what we've been playing, and this time we kind of took a little different, uh, different yeah. Approach. It was fun. It was a nice yeah. little
3: little fresh air there. So, yeah.
0: uh, so grab a brew, sit down, and uh, take a listen to episode nine of the Pub People Podcast. Yeah. Talking about a brews, and just because he's got a uh, topo chico in front of him, we're gonna go ahead and pick on proper Brian. <laughs> but why don't you talk about your 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 brew And I use ha, you can't see it, but I'm using quote finger quotes uh, tonight. Well, I
1: told my wife I didn't want to bring it because I didn't want to seem too pretentious, having a topo chico sitting in front of me. Using the word pretentious is what made you sound pretentious. <laughs> you, were, you didn't sound pretentious. So, so, that kind of backfired <laughs> a little bit. So so yeah, I've got a topo chico, but I've also got a a coffee. So What by, brew is
0: it? Cuz I I, keep, I actually keep track of yeah. your brews. It's I,
1: uh it's the Cafe Ole um from H-E-B. It's the uh Houston blend. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a really good one.
0: So Um have you tried the Southern Pecan? Yes, I have. That's amazing. It's always sold out.
1: No, I have I have tried it and we really like it. Okay. I well,
0: like it. Getting getting me. on to other brews. I, I I think oh last time you and I switched beers. This <laughs> time I brought something else and then shuck brings out a 1554 and offers one to me and there's no way i'm going to turn that down and i'll let you talk a little bit about you you
4: well, i hadn't
2: yeah. had i hadn't had it in a while last couple of times i went to the store they didn't have it and i was kind of a little bummed it's, about it but they had it this time and i grabbed it and it's uh delicious and chocolatey
0: yeah it's definitely uh how do they describe it on here uh black lager re- recipe reveals a light dry chocolatey finish uh was pretty accurate um man it's it's tasty. I I call it. I actually used our board game ranking engine to rank my favorite beers, um, just because I was I was bored one day, and uh, it it came in my number one spot. So I refer to it as my Agricola of beers because it's just like a perennial favorite. Like I never I never have had a bad experience with the beer. Like every time I have it, I think, well, that's the beer I need to keep having. You know,
1: that's just one of the many uses that the ranking engine can be useful for. I, I recently ranked all the
0: Star Wars movies. <laughs> oh, no, all that is a cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. Now I want to I know I want to know what uh just Brian thinks about the beer he has in front. Oh
3: yeah, so this is a, so I have a Blue Moon it's a, the Blue Moon just the this, their standard Belgian White. So, um, we were we were at a Roadhouse the other night and I ran into your problem, Gary, where you don't you're the snooty guy asking for a Belgian and they're oh, like, I hate that. <laughs> and so they didn't have anything good on tap. And, and I've never had this, but this was on tap, and I'm thinking I'm just kind of rolling my eyes, thinking there's nothing good here. I'm just gonna have to drink swell, but and and so I ordered this just because it had the word Belgian on it, but I was pretty sure it wasn't gonna be good, and it was actually really good. Like it came out and it looked like a Bud Light when it's poured in the oh, and I was yeah. like, great, thank you. And uh, it, it, no, but it ended up being it ended up being nice. It's, it's rather tasty. It is it is okay, and so I went ahead and 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 bought a, a, a six pack just for tonight, you know, because. To highlight that if you need an alternative and they happen to have this at a restaurant, you should get it over over
0: the standard oh, fare. Oh, definitely. So. Like if if you're a little bit of a I use it, but if you're a little bit of a, more of a beer connoisseur or beer snob, you know, and and you go to a place, you know, you, know, you, you generally have your cures here, but light your, you know, um, you mean pretentious? What you, yeah. You're, oh, the pretentious. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, yeah, there comes that word again. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you know if. if it's definitely one of those like I look at like like, sometimes Shiner I occasionally get a Blue Moon have you ever had
2: that's the orangey tasting one isn't it the Blue Moons they have different flavors the standard
3: one's not but they do that's the only one I've had they do like the orange peel or they'll do like the apricot apricot thing It,
2: it was okay the one I had was was fine it
0: wasn't yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I
2: mean,
3: I'm not gonna. It's. Not a, it's gonna a cut. A, it's a cut above. Um, the like I said, like the Bud Lights and the Coors Lights and the Michelob's. Um, I will say on the to backtrack on the 1554, Just because they deserve the the, the extra attention. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> out of the Black Loggers, so you have Shiner Black Lager, you have um, 1554, which is New Belgian, and you have uh, Raar and Sons, their Ugly Pug. Ugly Pug's Those are the good. three that we can usually get around here, kind of in the same part of the, the aisle. Does Ziegenbach um, have a black? Uh, did they? I thought it was a black. Uh, I think is it's it just, more of an amber uh, okay. kind of like kind of yeah, like your standard amber, shiner. Your shiner right, actually, right. it's more like a shiner premium. Um, right. Yeah, I like it. I, like it. I prefer but, two shiners. So yeah, but right as far as the three black uh, loggers that are kind of available to us and kind of kind of uh, ubiquitous in this area, another big word. Um, this one is the better <laughs> one, the new Belgian fifteen fifty four. So if you if you had all three lined up, this would be the kind of the one I would oh, go yeah, after I,
0: too. I, so I, it's tasty. So so I guess for a kind of an opening. Conversation. We, we're gonna try this a little something different today, and uh, we just kind of want to have a little talk about uh, other media that we're into, whether it be uh, maybe video games or movies or books. I know. Um, I just kind of, Chuck. You want to kind of kick us off with what you've been, uh, what you what you're into outside of board games?
2: Uh, well, I mean, I like reading books, but uh, I'm really into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, didn't really read comics as a kid much, but I love the Marvel universe in general. Uh, probably started off with X Men as a kid, but. Just saw Black Panther last weekend, which Ooh, what'd was you think? amazing.
0: I have not seen it yet. I thought yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: it brings kind of a something new to the universe. It's it's kind of like, in my mind, it was a lot like Doctor Strange was and how it was just so different. Mm. Um, I that, like Doctor Strange a lot. And be, that it, was great. It, it's got a pretty good message in it as well. Um, and, and I'm glad that they didn't kind of overemphasize that message because they really could have taken it too, too much. Uh, in in that aspect, but I just thought overall it was just really good. I mean, they uh, really experimented with, and, and use this loosely, but the whole uh, Marvel villain problem that everybody talks about, where mm, they're yeah. kind of just very linear, very one-sided. They tried to explore his background a little bit in this one, and I Which thought that cool. was good. Cool they, they didn't go far enough, I don't think, but uh, the, the villain was a lot better than he has been. Or they have been in the past. And so I just thought it was a good movie overall. Everything about it was great.
0: You know, you, you talk about uh, comics in the Marvel Universe. I, I got back into reading some comics with, with my kids recently. Um, but actually, I realized I was a huge X-Men fan. But I realized that one gaping hole in my um, uh, reading, uh, You know, I love like the classic X-Men storyline. I, I don't really read a lot of the newer X-Men, but I love like, uh, so like Fatal Attractions, uh the uh executioner song story was one of my favorites i reread that a couple times um i never actually read um days of future past the whole thing i read like one or two of the issues and so i went back and i had um gotten, like on the kindle version of like i guess the trade paperback and read days of future past and boy was it amazing i mean some of it was like some of the dialogue was kind of hokey cuz kind of back in you know that that time period but the actual story itself was great and the way they ended it um, was kind of like left some, like left you wondering, like, did they really fix the future or not? You know, it was <laughs> it was so cool. And and then so, you know, I, I actually told my kids, I was like, you got to read this storyline. So it's kind of cool because I have kids old enough now that I can, like, read a comic and be like, hey, I want to pass this off to you. Like, the other, most recent thing I did that with, I got into the, the whole Black Bolt storyline they've got going on now. And I read the first issue. That was amazing. I told my daughter, you've got to read this. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of what else I've been into. I've been really enjoying those. I mean, um, I mean, Marvel's been hitting it out of the park with the, the movies lately, but man, they have well, they, some great back cataloging. And Disney
2: now has control of X Men. So. We'll see it, what happens is with it,
0: that.
1: Is it official now?
2: Oh, is it not? I thought it was I, believe it is.
1: I, heard, I heard that, <clears throat> I mean, I heard it was like a solid deal, and then I saw a piece of news that was saying, oh, maybe not. I, and I'm I, like, oh, I doubt that they'll let mind. it leak at yeah, that point. Make time. up your mind.
0: I haven't, yeah, I haven't like looked at all the details, see, I, that, I just assumed they had it.
2: The best thing that Days of Future Past and the, the movie did was actually fix X3. So that, uh, yeah, that was... Any, anything that can fix X3 is
0: like... Can you do that? Yeah, I don't uh, know. They did it as best
1: as they could. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, how about you, Proper Brian?
1: Um, so my wife and I really enjoy finding a good TV show to to sink our teeth into. We haven't done that in a while because we've been... I don't know. Like, we've been reading some books and some doing some... Like, I feel like I only have time for like one kind of side thing at a time <laughs> it's like if i'm reading a book i'm reading books i'm mm-hmm. i don't really have time to be uh doing other stuff but with you know all the family time sync you know that you have there with all the with kids and not that it's a bad thing i love that i'm just saying anyway so we we yeah we we finally found a, a show that we we were like hey you know if it, this is actually going to relate to board games, so uh I had heard um that Jeff Ingolstein had designed the the expanse board game uh based on the expanse TV show, which is based on some books that are really that, good that are I that are good I, ha- I haven't read first the books. Three of them so I was interested in that board game I was because like, it's a reimplementation of Twilight Struggle, and I was like with more than two players, and I was like, that sounds really interesting to me. And I'd heard that the TV show was good, and we saw on Amazon Prime. It was like, hey, look, there's The Expanse. I was like, hey, can we try it? And and we tried it, and we got through the first season. We're, we have really been enjoying it a lot. It kind of took a little bit of a a story narrative turn at the end that we were both kind of like, uh, eh, maybe we'll lose interest. We'll see. But we're we're still uh, enjoying it. But um, so I'm excited to play the board game now and give that, I'll play a, that with you. and give that a shot. I love this. So. so
3: so season two's not on Prime yet though, right? It is. Oh, is it? All right, well, I guess I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I, <know> what <laughs> Have you you not seen <laughs> it? I've seen one. I haven't seen okay, season Okay, so two. we
1: really like season 1 a lot. I felt like the at the end of season 1, it, like we we really enjoyed the mystery aspect all the way up to the end and yeah. then it kind of turned into a thriller. Yeah. Instead, which we're kind of like we really liked the mystery. We kind of missed that, but uh, we will see what season 2 does. Yeah.
0: The books, the books kind of do that as well, um like the first book is more mystery actually the first book takes covers season what season season one and two of the show mm. and then um the second book it's it's different enough i mean he the writer does a really good job um yeah. i wonder uh, James I, Cor- I, looked James yeah. mm-hmm. I looked
1: him he up yeah i looked him up i was a gonna really
0: good job it. with it where it's it's feels similar but not more the same you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. he switches up so it's less more of a, a mystery kind of uh, aspect, although there's some of that, but it, yeah, it's really good.
1: Well, one of the things we talked about when, when that happened, we were like, well, every mystery has to, you know, have a conclusion. So, and then it shifted gears. So, we'll see what that gear shift wow. does to the show. Yeah, well, you guys, you
3: two. guys ran for it. Yeah, right? I'm. I'm, I'm ex- i I, I didn't, think you're gonna enjoy. I didn't know season two had dropped yet. Yeah. I actually looked. I was. I was looking forward to it dropping on on since we're do Prime. It's free mm-hmm. that way, and I didn't yep. want to. Pay for the episodes if since I'm already paying for Prime and yeah. so I've been kind of being really patient. So this is this is a very my favorite podcast so far because now I know one of my favorite shows I can watch a whole other season on. So so what else have you been into, Josh uh, Bryan? Um, you know I spend a lot of my time um, feeding poor people and, and taking care of orphans and oh, oh. elderly people. Oh. No, not, I don't really have time for all your your. No, I'm just kidding. That's that's not true. Um, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a huge Doctor Who fan like big time. Um, and and Chuck. Chuck knows this, so I got Chuck into it recently. Um,
2: yep. And I believe I'm ahead of you. You man. are
3: ahead of me, so I didn't watch.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I didn't watch
3: season 10 when it dropped on Prime. Uh, I've been waiting like a year because it's been out for a long time. Uh, and But I didn't want to buy it, kind of the same reason. I was like, you know, I can be patient wait, and it's exciting. So I started over and went through a second run of it, and around the same time, Chuck got into it, and he got to binge. I guess you got to binge season 9 over the weekend, and I was like, Pretty yeah. much right a lie with you so now he's a little ahead of me, but Man, that's okay. This is a show I, that I've tried I love I Doctor Who. You gotta get past it. season one. You gotta, you gotta get, get past, past season one. one. But you can't season skip it. Some start. people
0: say you gotta skip it. Don't skip it. Don't because skip it, There's it. a lot of good stuff because in there. Things, but yeah, things that I, I quit I got off the track like in season five or six. I really yeah. want to get back into it, but I'm, it's kinda of daunting.
3: Yeah.
1: I think no, I, I think you people are no.
3: No,
0: like Do- Doctor Who is is amazing. In fact <laughs> in fact growing
3: up growing up, uh my favorite superhero, if someone asked, what was your favorite superhero, it would have been Duncan McCloud uh from the Highlander T V series. So much so that I always imagined even as an adult that I would name my first son Duncan, you know. Um and and then I really like Doctor Who has completely replaced Duncan McCloud as my favorite super because I like I like the fact that Duncan was always like this character who who make mistakes he wasn't perfect but he could go and he you had confidence he'd fix it or he would do the honorable right thing, and um, now um, I would have named our first our first son the Doctor but my wife was not cool with that <laughs> um, uh, but that's that's kind of where the Doctor is in my heart like he he that show. Uh, it just it just sings to me a certain tune that that I, I love in a hero and um, and there's just some so many great moments if you watch Doctor Who um, then, you, then you know exactly what I'm talking about
2: probably Brian you talk about mystery this is like all mystery like the whole show is like this mystery. Some Word. of it's nonsense. Some of it, you're like that's it's a mystery, dumb. But they, but they like, but they own mystery. the
3: dumbness. Sometimes they own like yes. the, the way the science
0: doesn't work. Sometimes they're like, yeah, we don't care. We we're just going to be well, great at it anyway. It's so rich. I the, love it. The thing about it is, it doesn't doesn't take itself too seriously. No, so never. Yeah. It can it can make up some. They can make up some some way that the science kind of works for them, and they're like, oh, it's just it's just. You know that's how it is. You know. Well, what's what's great about it, though is is you you look past a lot of that because you
3: care more about the characters about oh, the yeah. and about the situation. And there's a there's a morality to the show that I find um, that speaks to a lot of people, regardless of some of their own moral principles. And I think uh, that's why I like it because it does it's push it. Cool it pushes a morality in a way that um, that is is you don't really see a lot in, in today's kind of cynical culture. And I and I like it. It's really refreshing. So big
0: fan of Doctor Who. All right, guys. So let's kind of get into our main discussion uh, tonight. We thought we'd talk about some games that have kind of fallen in our esteem a little bit, and maybe a couple that have kind of risen surprisingly. But um, mainly, kind of just focusing on games that, that we at once, at one point, like really loved and respected, maybe even been in a top ten or something, and then kind of have just, you know, for whatever reason, maybe we found something else that's better, or we just played the game or found found some a flaw in the game. Maybe was this um, inspired? This topic inspired by. A uh, recent,
3: yeah,
2: the, the dice tower turkeys. I was watching their top 10. Okay, it, well, actually, they did one a long time ago, and this was kind of a newer one.
0: And, and no, we're not um, one to like just, you know, um, copy any anyone, but it, it, it started it a, really a discussion a little yeah, bit. It started our discussion amongst it us. Really so we it Well, hey, it doesn't hurt to you know, if we already have a little bit of some thoughts on it, um, you know, it's it's kind of good. To, uh, it was a good topic. Yep. So, I guess, Chuck, do you, you, you want to start with uh, um, with your game?
2: Well, I, I have a couple, I think. The one that's fallen the most for me, um, the more... Every time I go to the board game ranking engine and I start doing comparisons, the one that always seems to fall is Werewolf. It... I think what happened. I really love that. Well, when the, the first several times that's the we point played of the, it, disappointed this topic. Yeah, is kind <laughs> of the point I'm, of I'm just I shocked. Can't, I, I can't, can't believe you used. To, I'm, you I'm just, just shocked that it
3: was that one. It's I mean, a,
0: it, I never, I didn't. He shocked well, me. I did not know. So
2: I, I looked at, at my last three top tens that we've done here, and so the, the first year we did it, it was one of my honorable mentions, I believe, and now I have it ranked at like number 87. So I mean, it's really? dropped. I mean, that's not, yeah,
0: that's not like just uh, like a few places that's like yeah, you a it, 180 on it.
2: It's just I think what happened was the first several times I played it I just had really good experiences like the people I was around and I think that's the problem with this game is it kind of depends on your group. Well sure. And I'm, and it, it's just starting to think about the actual mechanisms of the game and it's not something that I really enjoy as much as other things like just mm-hmm. sitting there and just this free, open, lying type uh, social deduction type thing doesn't. I want something where I can like mathematically put numbers together. I don't yeah. want to try to read your facial cues and figure out if you're lying to me or not. It's just, it just, it's just not as good of a game as I see.
3: see but I think those can be the the worst games. Like you're saying, I think they can also be some of the best games. Like a uh it kind of reminds me of uh Chinatown it's not in, it's not in print anymore but it's so cool cuz in the in the there's a line in the rules like you have this phase of the game second phase of the game and then there's like a f- last phase which is cleanup but right in the middle there there's a phase that's like anything goes and that's a, it's like a one sense thing like it kind of releases the group to the wild and it's kind of mm-hmm. a lords of vegas style game but here's the thing because it's so much dependent on the table that could be a fantastic experience yeah it could also be a really
2: lame so, experience that people and, aren't going to get kind of I think that's the other. problem is I don't like the swing yeah gotcha. uh, yeah
0: from what I, I remember that one time I played your copy of Werewolf with all those uh, Air Force guys oh that was a great night that? that was an amazing night I thought I left thinking Werewolf is amazing I thought we just play one or two and we ended up that ended hey, up being like our mainstay. That's for all the night, we did right? for like yep. two hours. Was it not yeah. like something like that? And it was and, amazing. And that's,
2: when when I first started ranking it, that was that was the night I always thought about. It was like that yeah. was the yeah. amazing night. And then just every other one I've had since then hasn't been as good. And they they tend to drag too. Like the game can last a long time. So we're sometimes. not
3: doing Werewolf at Pub Day this year. Yeah. Well,
2: I'll still do it. This is not a game I don't want to play. It's just it's dropped for me.
0: Yeah. And, and, I'm, and, that, and that's kind of the whole point of the list. I mean. So you'd still play it, but it's, if, yeah. if given the choice of that or something where you can act, where there's a little bit more, and, and
2: I think I like moderating it more than I like playing it.
0: Okay, I agree. I well, probably I agree actually, with that. Myself and that's too. probably another discussion I love to have sometimes: games where you only like one role in the game. Mm. You know, uh, but yeah. So I, I can totally, I can totally feel you on the, on the social games. I think that maybe is the only the only role, the biggest weakness to like I say a social deduction game or something like that is. Is it can have it can be it can be the best designed most fun game with the right group, but if you get a group of people that don't like they get together and they're like ah, I don't want to do that I don't want to I don't know how to lie to these people or or you know, I, but like that night a lot of those people were already friends and they invited us in their group and they kind of made us part of their their group and so it was like yeah we were all just having a great time so yeah i can totally I, see that i think
2: that's the other problem is is to make the game better you have to have a group of people that know each other fairly well and you kind of have to have at least seven or eight people to really get it going it, it's hard to find that group
4: yeah it, oh, okay that's it, like if
2: you're one. at a con or something you're with a bunch mm-hmm. of people you don't know and it, it just it doesn't have that same connection
1: i, I that's totally where get that I, I don't like that swingy like this can be the best game and this can be the worst game kind of thing that's um Actually one of the games on my list too. It's like I, that.
0: I think and this the game I have builds a little bit on that. And this is a game I still like, but it's again, like you, I, I would play this game. It's fallen. I've actually considered trading this game. And we'd really loved it. We did a video review of Dead of Winter. Oh,
1: you're okay. Is yep. It, this is uh, this is on my list too. Oh, okay. these all
0: crossovers <laughs> for Brian's list?
1: <laughs> we get there, we get to
0: Brian, He's like well, oh, I'm done. No, I've so already much. talked about it. Well, I, and if you, I, I'd love no, to no, hear no, your no, thoughts no. on it. Uh, I really like it, Winner, but when I break it down... It actually and,
1: fell for me for a different reason. Yeah, but and, it's good. I, and I,
0: I, I like all sorts of things in it, but when I really look at it, if you take apart the whole like uh, betrayer, like you know, suspecting everyone else around you kind of aspect of the game, there's not as much mechanically... Kind of for the same reason like Chuck was talking about. Mechanically behind all that... You kind of open open the curtains, and you know there's there's really not as much, it's not as much to the game, and it's not that it's not good, and I like what it does, but I just don't find myself being drawn to the game anymore. I, and
2: the thing I don't like about that game are the win conditions. I feel like some are just extremely hard to do.
0: Yeah, and you can play really well, but still never manage to get the win conditions because yeah. you're having to. Help save, help save the group well, do you remember a
3: review of that game um the the thing that we always talked about was the story experience of the, the game feeling, yeah. we never at once said um i think this is the most solid mechanical mechanically solid game yeah. all of our review or at least the focus of our reviews back then always focused on how it made us feel we really felt like we were we had this this uh zombie apocalypse around us we felt the tension of the game we felt the tension with one another and so so with the swinginess of the goals i agree it doesn't but i never play that game because i want to win or i'm curious who's going to win Mm -hmm. i really just when i play that game i'm in it for that moment and then the rest is just
0: icing on the cake so there's something that's had me i think that maybe that's the reason why i've kept it because I've had a few great plays of it yeah yeah I've had a few mediocre plays of it I've, sure. had,
1: I've had some bad plays of it like that's the reason that it that's one of the reasons it fell for me was that like I, my first play of it was amazing like it it was the right group at the right time and then like I had a couple plays of it that were just really bad it's like the the people didn't really want to interact with each other at all and the uh, so it, like you lose because the I mean, like you said, like kind of the point of that game is the story and the like the experience you get from the interaction between the players. And so, if you get a a group that doesn't want to do that or is not interested in that and just wants to game the game, you know, yeah, yeah, like you don't really you don't really get that experience then, and it kind of goes that was that was kind of lame. One of
2: my, it's very swingy. The first game I played, I lost because I I had to put up a bunch of barriers that there was no way I was going to get them up, but. One of the other games I played had one of, it was no skull win, but it was an epic win where I basically turned my back on the whole group and I played a card that said I win, and everybody else lost. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, but I mean, it was like you said, very the story swingy. Story of that game, like, though, was very cool. swingy. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and here's the thing: I normally really enjoy games like that. I just found that the, I guess the low was really low. Like it was like mm. I don't, I don't want to. I really don't know if I want to risk that low, you know. When I get the game out, it's like if if I was playing with with you guys maybe or with the same people I played with that first time, I'd be more, you yeah. know, interested in playing it. But it's like if I'm playing it with the with people that I haven't played it with before, that I'm not sure about. I'm like eh, I don't know. I don't, I don't yeah. know if I really I'm want to. How they say- probably
3: going to take the game? Yeah, I will say I did that with three new three new players and um, two of which weren't gamers and then myself, and that was the game I liked the least because. Yeah. Uh, they were more, and maybe it was a particular group. Maybe it was not the right game for them. Uh, maybe it wasn't the right situation. We did, I didn't introduce at the right time in their gaming experience. But uh, we weren't into the story as much, and we were more concerned about the mechanics of the game. And I'll say the the more for Dead of Winter specifically, the more you're mechanically minded or or focused on that, the
0: worse that game is. Like it's it's yeah. it's, it's not going to be yeah. a fun game. It, it, if you yeah, and I think maybe that's where sometimes I I think maybe I shouldn't look at it that way. But I can't help but sometimes, like when I have a bad play of it, like what did I really do? You know? Yeah, I get it. um, Yeah. So there's there's my game. I'm not defending it by any means. I just I'm just trying to figure out why or why we have such good good times with it and what kind of game it is. These aren't horrible games. Like these aren't like like, again. Like I'd play this game if you you guys said, hey, let's play Denna Wader next time we meet up. I'm there. Yeah. I just might be a little apprehensive. Like I hope this is going to be one of the good plays. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: So I, I took a little different tack on this. It's I mean it's kind of the same thing I guess, but what I, as I was looking through my my lists, I I came up with kind of I saw I was seeing reasons why you know they they kind of dropped on the list, and I'm not going to go into a lot of depth on each of these, uh, but I want to I want to talk about some of the reasons why the, the games were dropping. So uh, one of the games that dropped on mine was Fury of Dracula, and so I played this and I really enjoyed it and then i played letters from whitechapel okay and so i wanted like i've i enjoy kind of the the hidden movement uh, genre of games in like scotland yard um uh and I, I like games like that and so fury of dracula was was fun and had kind of this you know it was a longer deeper experience i guess but then i played letters from whitechapel and it had it was it was kind of in the middle of those two and i was like i don't ever want to go back to that other experience so Whitechapel kind of replaced uh, free of *Dracula* for me, and that's when it started dropping. It's like after I played *Whitechapel*, is when Free of *Dracula* kind of dropped on my list a bunch.
3: Do you feel like? Do you feel like though that that's um because I was thinking about that like our how I wanted to talk about a, a game tonight. Would I want to look at a game that was replaced? Because that's a that that is a valid reason for why a game drops. But then I start then I start getting all philosophical about it. Like, is the game really dropping or do I just prefer something yeah, else? So, okay, you know?
1: the, that I was gonna mention kinda of whenever whenever I rank my games, the question that I ask myself is which game do I want to play more? And that's the way it's a like ranking what,
3: engine actually works. Right. So, so
1: which which one am I more excited about at this moment? You know, so when if when those two games come up and so because I know that I have another game that I can play instead of that, hmm. um, it drops. True. You know. So for the purposes of how I rank my games, I think it's, I think it works. Yeah. But so another one is that I, I kind of saw was, uh, I called it disproved nostalgia. What I mean by that is like, so if, when you've been playing games for a long time, there might've been a game that you played like at the beginning of when you were discovering these oh, yeah. brand new experiences and it, you know, seven eight years go by and then it hits the table again you're like you know that wasn't as good as i remember it being and curious what this game is power grid okay so Power power grid was like the fifth or sixth like hobby board game that i played and it was like this big experience for me like it was like one of those things you walk away from going man that was amazing you know and like and so, you know, I I didn't play it for a long time, and then when it finally came back to the table, when we uh, it, was, it was not that long ago when we played it, it's kind of like, you know, I mean, it's still a you can see the bones of a good game there, but it wasn't nearly the like what I remembered it being. It's like so, like getting it back to the table disproved that nostalgia that I that that it was probably keeping it up in my rankings.
3: I think that's um. I think that particular category would be HeroQuest for a lot of people. Yeah, there you go. I've heard a lot of people talk about HeroQuest and, and revisiting. I was just talking to Jared the other day, owner of the of our local game store, and uh, I've had that experience with HeroQuest. And then, and he's like, and they still have a copy, and he, he and his son play it. And it just, I've heard a lot of other people say that, like, yeah, the memory of that game was amazing. It was so epic, and we played we played it so much we wore the mm-hmm. board out. And then we went back and played it as adults, even before a lot of the uh, new dungeon crawl experiences. Just as adults, and we're like,
4: uh, "This is kind of what did we see?" in Yeah, what was
3: it? But it was so. But but I do remember. I prefer the memory of it over right. the actual gameplay, which well. is
1: fine. Actually, I want to say that. Like I've I've thought about that a lot, and like like. That's what nostalgia is. It's the memory and the memory's great to have. You know, it's yeah. good to remember that fun time. But it's it's
2: interesting too, the the price tag that comes with that
1: particular game, Hero
2: Quest, because yeah. of the nostalgia. Because of people the people have nostalgia. looked
3: for it. People have looked for it. I still have a copy, but it's at my brother's house. He painted it, so I felt like he got to keep it. And he told me the other day, he's like, We don't ever play this. Do you want it? Well I'm not gonna say no because I don't want to get rid of it. So yeah, I mean if, if you're but it will never hit the table at my house. Like yeah. my kids will play Mice and Mystics before they play Hero yeah. Quest. You know, I'm not gonna yeah, mm-hmm. give them that. Right. I'm all like, they got to be elitists too, I, right? I don't
2: want to interrupt yours, but you know, to fit fit in the same type of game, that's survived for me. Uh, I'm I never still gonna, love. I'm Survive. never gonna get rid of it. And I still, oh, I still man. like survive. Did that drop for you it's though? Dropped. Is this one of them? It's it's Is dropped. this really one of them? the The problem is, is it's it's more of a take that game to me. Hang on, I gotta go. And cry. if I want to play it, if I want to play a take that game, <laughs>
4: I love I, survive so <laughs> much. I, I
2: really, I really like the game, and I'm not gonna say no. I always imagine you and I playing survive again one day, but the, as old men, eighty year old men. The problem I have is
1: I, I just <laughs> so this is my life. I treatment. think we're gonna have a fight here. When I when
2: I think of take that games, I want to play maybe a
1: Planet. cry fest.
2: I'd rather play it and it give me the same both? exact feeling. Why not both? <laughs> I'm never going to get rid of my copy because it's the copy we you do played. have. You have
3: the original. It's,
2: it's the copy I played or, as a kid. It's got all the original. It's the oldest, uh, the old oldest one I think,
0: well, like I, 60s. The Parker I Brothers think that's okay. version. Yeah. Brothers. I mean, and that's kind of part of why, like, why that's part of the discussion is it, you still like the game, but as far as it's not a, it's kind of falling off that little pedestal. Not, see, it's not I, bad.
2: It's not one I was really going to talk about, but I, I have it listed in some of the ones that mm-hmm. were. Kind of um, up for the thing about survive, though, is we didn't know how to play it as
3: kids. Like, this isn't a game that as kids (laughs) we actually broke out and and Chuck and I were like, let's play survive. We, I don't even, I think we just pushed the sharks around and ate people and kind of played with the game, but we didn't actually play the game until we got to be adults, probably. Yeah, and I would say this game still hits the table frequently in my house. This is the game my survive is a game my wife wants to play. Anytime we have another couple over, which is really, like, wow. weird. It's really weird because <laughs> I always say no. <laughs> I always say no. We're not going to play this, but she always talks me into it. And it's not like another couple of gamers. Like, yeah. It's not like a couple of, like who love games. So we call this, like, a... Um, like it's like a, it's almost like a marriage challenge. Like, are you yeah. going to stay married <laughs> after you play moves. this you game? Know, it's interesting because mm-hmm. it's,
2: it's, it's one of the games that my wife likes, and it's so mean. It's such a mean survived? game. Yeah, it is. And
3: uh, and anyway, sh- we still do it. I don't know why. We need to stop well, the, doing that. Wow, my family the, likes I think it. I think couples need counseling after they the, leave the our. The reason home why for... it's on my
2: list is because the first year we did this, it was in my top ten, and then when I played Mission Red Planet, it
0: dropped pretty far. Yeah. yeah. And so and I get it. I get
3: it. It mechanically, it's a messy game
0: it is it's and not very streamlined i totally i totally get that and i, I also realized sorry i, I didn't mean no, to just go off yeah, on it but wait, i was wait, just
3: I, you surprised me well, when he said that That's i was two surprises in one night i i, face. Face. I, I wanted
0: to see your reaction yeah oh my like, goodness oh my gosh. so uh, so what was what was your third uh, what your third so yeah music? i'll try to, i'll try
1: to do this one quickly this one is um, uh, hyped games that uh, naturally come down to a more realistic number over time like if um, and this doesn't happen to me quite as often now because it's i don't Scythe. No, I don't, I don't, <laughs> whoa! I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't pay. not have a throwdown. I don't pay attention to a lot of the hype that goes on these days. Fortunately, Scythe lived up to its hype. Yeah, that's great. So, I didn't have to worry about that. This one was actually where I stuck. Dead of Winter, um, although I do absolutely agree that the the swinginess of the experience brings it down too. But um, it was one of those games that when it came out, it was just talked about everywhere and everyone loved it and um and so i bought into that and bought it and um and i enjoyed the first play of it and then the the swinginess of the experience happened and it fell so um so games that um have got too much hype and that that kind of happens to kickstarter games a lot you have a particular game in mind no that no that, that was my dead of winter right there it okay. started out really hot and it was like everyone loved it and then it then it kinda of I think dropped.
0: sometimes the hype can kill some games. I know it's done. Well, so that's the thing,
1: it's just an, an adjustment of expectation. That's all it is. It's like if, if, if everyone had the right expectation, okay, here's a here's a good example of that is first Martians. When yeah. when that uh was announced, everyone went in bonkers over it. Then it came out and it didn't meet those expectations that it couldn't meet. Yeah, And so the people had a bad time with it, and uh, which is unfortunate because I've heard, and I'm hoping, that uh, there's actually a good game in there. I actually I got a copy of it recently through a math trade, and I'm excited to, to try it again. I, I but, played the
0: first mission with my son the other day, and I think I messed up one or two minor things. It is pretty fiddly. It's more fiddly than Robinson Robert, <laughs> Crusoe. Mm-hmm. We, we we had a play at, uh, at the a— three a, of us a, did. Yeah, the three of us had a play. Proper Brian, Gary, and, and, and myself, mm-hmm. we, we and, played— it was a bit messy. Um, we didn't know what was going on. I well, you. I think the guy uh, that introduced the game to us had just gotten it and he yeah, read he the did. rule books, but he did. But I mean, he hadn't had much time. And yeah, that uh, was the maiden voyage for. Our, our I think playing well, the game. So all that to say is, I agree with you on that one because when I played with my son, it it's one that started off a little rocky for us. But by the time we we lost in the last round, like it was a close loss, and uh, he really loved it and. Mm-hmm. There's a good game in there, it's just, it, we had to adjust our expectations and also, right. and, and it also maybe, there was get a few, there the were, I mean, to be fair, there were some rules <laughs> issues and such um, that I have, a lot of them been corrected now, but yeah, so the, I, I totally get that one.
1: So my last, uh, my last, I don't know what to call it, whatever, my last bullet point was uh, that made games fall on my list was the inability to play, and that's mainly legacy games and like you guys know how much i enjoy them and so i don't feel like they're bad games but like when i look when risk when risk legacy comes up for me to rank i just kind of get this sour taste to my mouth. I'm like mm. I'm never going to finish that and it get, and it gets voted against, you know? It's a dark, or that dark feeling in the pit of your stomach. Yeah, or, or <laughs> it comes oh,
3: with oh, every legacy game. Or pandemic. That's oh, what we, you bought when you bought just, the legacy.
1: So, game. So was the got, <laughs> That is so your legacy. Whoa. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man.
1: So I've got two two of these games sitting on my shelf right now that I'm legacy not gonna, I'm not going to be able to finish. Okay? We already like, had this legacy podcast, right? but i really want and i've asked he's agonized i've that asked this people ever since. and i'm like i'm really curious what do you do with these all of this is cardboard now i'll, it's I'll not come finish get it finished. i'll come finish
0: it with you. you just fill me out on what happened you would i'll finish i'll finish that's, friend, like that's friendship that's friendship I'll come over don't there. get his hopes up man no seriously you tell me you tell me <laughs> kind of like give me a little brief like hey he was playing really aggressive and this is like his special ability and this and that. And I'll be like, all right, I'll 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 come in there and, you know, I'll, um, I'll wear a name tag to the, the dude's name. One, one know, of the reasons that I,
1: I haven't finished them is just lack of time. Like, I can't get the same group of people together over and over to play these things. And so I, I've just learned my lesson. As much as I love them, I'm going to have to wait till some other time in life to play them. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: that's that's anyway, a reason. So that's, that's but, a reasonable reason for a game to fall. What about you, uh, Just Brian?
3: I may have talked about... I don't remember exactly. I think you said in the last podcast I mentioned um uh, Champions of Midgard and um But it's
0: a good one, it fits the bill.
3: So but but here's here's the reason why this one works for me um for this particular topic and it's mostly because um since since I've culled it um, I have I have so since our last podcast I didn't play Raiders of the North Sea we have played it now I have I did get my copy and we played it uh, proper Brian and I played it it was fun and a lot of people are saying you know this replaced Champions of Midgard for them especially if you're a Euro player and and Champions of Midgard is trying to do the Euro uh, them- thematic uh, hybrid and if you go look at my review I talk highly of it online I still think it does the the hybrid well um, but it is one that I wouldn't rank as high today or I would have write, written that review differently today had I had more time with it. So uh, and and but here's the thing it it wasn't replaced by Raiders of the North Sea. Uh, I actually called it before that. Yes. Yeah, so. And then Raiders of the North Sea came by later and I go, "Oh, this is the Viking Euro game Kinda I've been looking for."
0: And it, that you were hoping it fill Right. So,
3: so because, it, because it fell and it was cold before Raiders of the North Sea, I kind of felt like this was a, more interesting than something, you know, that I could talk about, that I, something else came along better. No, in this case, it really did fall from grace the more I played it. The first couple times I played it, this game was great. I brought it to more people, and and, and it just every time my experience was a little less, a little less, a little less. And it, we, I don't know, it just didn't age well. I, I was talking to Proper Brian about this, and that's kind of the term we came up with is, this game just didn't age well with me, and um, and and I can't really put my finger on why. Like it just it just started becoming something that I enjoyed the experience less and less as I played it.
1: Was it know? one of those games like kind of like what we talked about a minute ago that came in hot, and then as you played it, it like it kind of came. down well, I wasn't to...
3: really I really so the what turned me on this game. Chuck and Chuck said he feels bad about this, but I, I was a little compulsive on the buy. I needed a little extra uh, to get like free shipping on an order. And um, mm-hmm. that was on his list. I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll pick that up." And I just did. I just kind of compulsively picked it up. But then I started looking at what I was picking up. and It was fantastic, and I thought, "This is great." I looked up the reviews; everybody loves it. It still ranks high on a lot of um, mm-hmm. a lot of other uh, podcasters and, and YouTube personalities. They still think this is a great game, and, and it probably—I mean, it is. But I'll say, um, and I won't turn it down. I'll still play it. But I, I got rid of it, and I got rid of it for a reason. Like. It got to where every time I saw it on the shelf, I started like saying to myself, why do I got this game? Like, I don't really like it, but it's not like, no, it's not like it, it wasn't like a Lord's (laughs) of Zidat moment where I like hated the game. I almost more like hated myself. Like this is valuable space in my, in my, in my, you know, my closet or whatever. And I don't have a lot of games to begin with. So everything I want, I want to be a hit every single time. And, um... And this game was not a hit. In fact, every time I played it, progressively got worse. So I ended up giving it to a couple that that said they had a great time last time I played with them. And uh, what was funny about that was uh, I'm glad they had a great time because I didn't. And it wasn't because of them. It was just because I just don't, don't, didn't enjoy the game. You know.
0: You know one game that has kind of done this for me, um, and I still like the game. And I was actually going to play it earlier today. Um, is uh, Viticulture. I like Viticulture a lot, mm-hmm. and I would have said maybe a couple years ago maybe top 10 material. And in fact, at one point it maybe was, um, but I had a few plays of it. I where love I, where, where, And I still love but it. But I got but rid of mine too. I, I, I see, I guess you, you, get, you get enough plays and you kind of rub off a little bit of the shiny and you see a few problems with it. And we had a couple, a couple plays where I felt like people I was playing with didn't enjoy it. And for me, I, that really starts getting me right. thinking like, okay, right. well maybe they're just not a game. Okay, then, then, then that's fine. But then like, uh, like we played with like our friend Craig we mentioned earlier. Craig loves games. He loves heroes. And I think he had a real bad play of it. And you were there that time, I think, Chuck. Um, was it the night that there was like seven of you? Oh, yeah, yes. we, we played with too many people.
2: He, he and, needed like, a, like a, a certain color of wine and could not and get it. He drew every turn, turn and he couldn't get
0: it. And I thought, well, that's a little too, you know, and a little too swingy. But also, I also, also chalked it up to we'll never play with a yeah, full complement well, of players. That, yeah, but, but
3: the thing that's that, that players that in a your game that's different about viticulture – that I noticed is those card draws. The card mm-hmm. draws do randomize it in a way that a lot of Euro players are gonna. It's gonna kind of be a little more off-putting, and that's where I feel like in for that for that particular crowd, the card draws kind of I don't know give us a little bit of version that to that game. But for the other crowd, the thematic crowd, it's a Euro game. So it's almost like, who's the audience for this game? Because yeah. because I think it is a fantastic game for someone like Always. me who loves to play in both circles at the same time, yeah. which is why I like Champions of Midgard so much because I like to play in both circles. Yeah. But then you're like, well, who's this game really for if you're like hardcore Euro only? But Craig is different because, like you said... He he can also
0: play in a lot of different games. Oh, camps. yeah, he, he loves that. So
3: everything. for him to – that actually says a little bit more about that because
0: for him to, to kind of be have an aversion to it, Well, I'm curious. As I really to haven't got to talk to him about it. I know that night he was really frustrated with it. Now, I haven't talked to him and seen if he's gotten it out lately. I got you. But, but I will say this is one, and I don't like to think of he's games. He's probably listening I going, to keep, I love this game. <laughs> I, I don't like to think of games where – I don't like to keep a game just because I think an expansion fixes it, but I did get the Tuscany expansion. Mm-hmm. I haven't played all the modules. I've got the essential edition. I had the essential. And I think for me, essential was good. Does it come with the Tuscany board? No. Okay, because for me, I think my problem with the game, my ultimately my problem with the game was it lasted longer than I wanted it to, mm-hmm. and I'd say it's welcome. And if a game's going to last that long, I want it to be a little crunchier. Like in other words, if if I can, if it's going to take me two hours to play every time I play it, or an right. hour, you know, longer. But but I've got enough meat there, then that's okay. But I, you know, and so I felt like even like in places like Maria, my wife loves this game, and um, I, my sister liked it, my daughter liked it, so I, I'm going to keep it. Well, I got the 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 new board adds a few little elements, and then you add a couple other of the modules. I won't say they made it heavier or anything, but they just added just just enough to kind of spice it up, to where I still like the game. But for me, it's it's just maybe from like a potential top 10 contender down to maybe top 25 or top 35, you know? So it's not a bad game, but it has fallen. And and I think it's one of those, and it makes me sad because I used to talk about the game all the time. I held on
3: to it for a long time. Remember, you and I had this conversation. I held on to, I held on to viticulture for a long time. And I, what I, what I kept saying, what I kept telling Gary was, um, this is, this is the game I'm keeping in my collection for me. Yeah. Like I like this game a lot. And nobody wants to play. Nobody in my immediate circle, my family, my wife, and and our friends that we play with outside of our gaming uh, gaming group, they didn't want to play it. But mostly because of the time investment. Yeah. And so what I kept telling Gary is this is this is the game I'm keeping for me, like mm-hmm. it's on there just just because I want it, which is it sounds. It sounds kind of weird, but I don't usually do that. Like I usually, I usually buy games for you're a situation very, or, or I have, for yeah, an audience. Like you know? Audience in mind, from whatever. But game I wanted that, and eventually, because of the time length, um, and because of the games like Great Western Trail came out, and I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, you know, if I'm gonna have a game for me, this one's a little bit crunchier, same about same length of time. Oh, I'd yeah. rather play it, and and that kind of that's the reason why Viticulture fell out for me. It was more of that
0: replacement well, thing. But yeah, I, yeah, see, I see what true. you're saying. And I got an online play of like uh, Vignos, so it's another wine themed game. It's a Vitalis Herder game. I could never eat too much wine. If if uh, if I could only keep one vine, wine game, if it comes down to it, I mean, I kind of thought like you did a lot of the same kind of things, but like in a way that I like more. But I've only got the one play, so yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to wait and like kind of basically pit the two against each other. Um, but worker yeah. placement death
2: match. Yeah,
3: there you go. There you go. Uh,
2: <laughs> yo, they're so distracting. <laughs> Action. The... The last game I was thinking about, go, and, and I was going <laughs> back and forth whether or not I wanted to talk about it. Was um, uh, Fairy Tale was the first year we did our top ten. It was my number four game, and uh, wow. one I of the don't remember that
0: that's high. And,
2: and now it's fifty three, so it's what? it's still a good game for me, and I really enjoy playing it, but. I, The problem I have with it is the iconography is very confusing to new players. It doesn't make a lot of sense the first time you look at it, and uh, engine building games have kind of taken more precedence like yeah. star realms or Deus so if you don't or... know fairy Tail
3: is a drafting game it, it, it is a draft that's game, that's, yes. that's and, and we haven't really talked a lot about explaining a lot of these games for a good reason because we're trying to keep this keep the topic shorter but um this is a drafting game that's probably like the gamer version
2: to games like
3: sushi go right
2: yeah it, it is it is the higher higher up more complicated version of sushi go i would say yeah but the the, the artwork's really strange um the, and the the biggest problem is the iconography. It, so, you, just, really,
3: so like the artwork and the iconography is what's pushed this away
2: for you? That's interesting. I like playing it, but uh, it, it's hard to get other people to understand it because it just doesn't make sense. Okay. It, so, this that, kind of, yeah. It's okay. not intuitive. Oh, that, when you well, look that's at
0: totally it. a good reason, though. Yeah, because you can get other people to play if Because if you look at it on your shelf and you're like, hey, I want to teach these people. Oh, no, I got to teach them. You know, yeah. like, in other words, it's, you may love the game, but hate teaching it it's you know? really
2: not that complicated honestly it's just it just doesn't make sense it does, like you and, and some of the icons look similar to other ones, and so the, you, people can get confused and you 're drafting and so if you you get confused why you 're drafting and you pull the wrong card oh, and yeah. it, I really like it I really like it it's just I would rather play like star realms or a century Golem. Gives me the same type of feel. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's you know, my hotness. Yeah, right you've been now.
0: talking about that game a lot. That <laughs> I
3: thought like I, ch- I, I got to, it. yeah. yeah. like to play it with Chuck. That's why you guys need to come over when I invite. Yeah, that, that one's <laughs> I probably one. should start inviting you guys over. Sorry oh. to do that. Yeah, <laughs> <I was> just <laughs> apologize
2: now. Let's talk about the next segment of the uh, ranking of our mechanisms.
0: Looking forward to this. So, what we did
2: last time was focus on kind of a primary mechanism, and I'm going to call this one a secondary. So, last, last Whoa, time we talked about worker placement. You didn't tell me that when we were ranking. Well, here, here's, here's hey, all this information behind it. <laughs> so, <laughs> today we're going to talk about set collection. And we all ranked games that we've what, played. What
3: is set collection for those who don't know the mechanism? Set
2: collection, I mean, if, if you want to strip it down to your basic game, most people know what Rummy is. Yes. Uh, that is your basic set collection. Rummy, you're trying to Rummy collect. Rummy
3: Cub. Most people know what Rummy Cub is. You're
2: trying to collect sets of things. Yes. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Rummy What's Cub Rummy is a bomb.
1: Cub? Oh my goodness! No, I know what it is. It wasn't even on our list. I just,
2: I hadn't, I hadn't played that one. The, the Rummy, that's the one in the
3: Rummy Cub. Yeah. It has little tiles and so it's the yeah, same game. It's the exact yet. same game. It Just has tiles.
2: Set collection is just collecting sets, and the reason why I call this kind of a secondary mechanism is because there are so many games that include this as part of their game, and it. it it never really comes to the forefront of the game itself, unless you're playing something like Rummy or okay. Mahjong, mm, yeah. the old Something's school Mahjong.
0: like pure set collection? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and that's kind of one of the ones that started it off. but the So that's why I call it secondary. And because of that, one of my little interesting tidbits that I have that I talked about last time, on this one, everybody's rankings were kind of all over the place they're really. You wasn't. gave us the
3: freedom, though, because we, we would ask questions. We'd ask some direction. We would say stuff like, "So, do you want us to rank these based on how they use set collection, or do you want us to rank these based on the game?" And you gave us the freedom to kind of choose how we ranked. And yeah. I think we, Brian and I, at least, kind of went the same direction where we were kind of looking at set collection. Maybe? I was
1: looking at the how the set way collection was, was used, used in that game. In that. Yeah, that's no, what that I was that's what too. I did too. So, so we, we were all in the same. Okay, page. well, then then we had a little
0: discussion. We, s- but he okay. yeah, he he didn't want to. Direct us too much. Yeah, and that was we, one
2: of the things I was going to talk about too. Is that um, uh, there are a lot of games on here that I like more than I rank them, but I rank them purely on the mechanism itself. So we
0: all like did how, that. We all tried to do that. So, yeah. So if you hear a game on this list, okay. but and you hear us talking about highly in another podcast, but it's low on this list, it's not because we don't like the game. It's because. It's use of set collection was not as yeah, it was just innovative or as high as other ones, right? So, so, why, so why do you think there's such a variance in this This I,
2: I think because of the fact that um, each of us have our own tastes in games, um, that's going to affect the way that we perceive mm-hmm. the set collection is used in those games. Okay. and And so... You know Gary likes worker placement. You'll see a lot of more of the worker placement higher up on his list, and, and that kind of thing. So gotcha. you, yeah. gotcha. you just kind of see. Speaking of Gary, though, you actually had the fewest set collection games yeah. <laughs> out of anybody. Well, that was me in
3: the worker placement. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to my world.
0: But well, <laughs> well, I think on the we actually Shugg and I actually rode over here together, and um, on the way over here we were talking about it, and I I could think of like at least a couple other games that I should have put in the list, but I never thought about it because. Because it's one of those mechanisms that's in a lot of games, but mm-hmm. it's not usually the primary. Like Chuck mentioned, it's not the primary mechanism. I'm thinking, oh, that's a deck building game. Well, oh, yeah, but there's still some set collection in it, you know? And so I missed probably a couple good games that I could. But yeah, I still have. It's not a mechanism I'm immediately drawn to. I think
1: I think at the, after we had already ranked, we even started mentioning several games. We we're like, does that belong on the list? I don't. Does that belong on the
0: list? Yeah, it well, seems like pretty
3: pretty ubiquitous in a lot of games, right? Yeah,
2: I, I mean, there are a ton of games that use it, yeah. and there are games that kind of gear towards that. Like I said, worker placement just kind of tends to have set collection of or, some kind. yeah some
0: sort of or resource gathering or set collection or something
2: anything that you're buying resources because okay, Spence is killing
3: me what's going what's, what's this list look like
0: okay yeah, yeah so
2: so number one or do we want to start number five this time yeah, start we, number five. we started number one last time dun, 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 dun. so five. and oh number another five. thing oh, yeah. to make y'all wait a little longer thanks uh, <laughs> I tried to normalize this list a little bit more than last time last time I just went by total points which essentially all, the games that all four of us played ended up being higher up, and so yeah. I, I went back and did the same normalization. It didn't really change anything on the old list, so that that's good at least. But this one, I I did more of a normalization so that there's more variety as far as who have, how many people have played. So number five is Takinoko. Mm, um, a good game. One. Good game. It's a very it's, good game. It, this was number one on my list. This was my I'm favorite. Surprised. This is my favorite. Well, it's number three total for me. So. As far as game in general, yeah, and I think that the way that they use set collection in this game is just brilliant. You, everybody is involved manipulating the board, and you're trying to do the same thing, actively, you know, in real time to score points, and it's just so different in the way that that works, and I enjoy it. When I a thought lot. about
3: this one as set collection, when this one came up on the list, I was like, okay, so how does this game set collect? We got mostly in the bamboo, bo- both both aspects of the bamboo the growing mm-hmm. and the and the eating of bamboo mm-hmm. um, would you say the tile placement is also set collection in I, this I way? think
2: it is because you have a card that tells you you need this number of tiles in this particular order mm-hmm. and you're not collecting it in front of you per se but no. you are trying to position the board mm-hmm.
3: so that you get That's true that that one that part of it was a little bit shakier to me so when I ranked this one I ranked it almost purely on the on the both yeah. aspects of the bamboo Yeah me too
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: See, I, I see. as the whole thing is set collection. I mean, it, to me, it that's m- the majority of the game is collecting the different. It sets. is, and
3: I will say, I love the fact. I wish there were more games that did let us dynamically affect the board together for for a goal that you personally have. You personally have one goal. You have to, but we all kind of have our hands on the on the
0: yeah. board. That's that's my. I love talking. about I mean, about that's that. probably my favorite part about the game is is that you're kind of competing. And you're altering that board state, and sometimes maybe you help me out, and you don't even know it. Yeah. But more often than not, you you're disrupting my plans. Yeah, I'm you a know? big fan. Big fan. So what was number four?
2: Yeah. So number four is the only game that two of us have only played. It was high enough on both of our lists that it actually entered the top five. Wow. And that's Ethnos. Uh, Brian and I both oh play this goodness. game. Oh. We both love this game. i Love this game a lot. And I haven't played it. So the, I, don't know. The, I heard yeah, about it. We we we're trying to get to, them to play it. It.
3: it this was on that same. This is that same night we that 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 I didn't invite them over for oh. the uh, for the game of uh, yeah. century hall. Oh, okay. So I, yeah, you there's applause. Yeah. Proper Brian. Yeah, you can't yeah. see me,
1: but I'm smoldering
3: over. here. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. to be one of
0: the cool kids, too. Oh, my goodness. So you want to talk about it? I love Ethnos. Okay, so... Hey, Gary, I, let's
1: have our own little side conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll let Brian talk about it.
2: He, he actually ranked this higher than I did. So. Uh, yeah,
3: I ranked this one pretty high. But, but, but again, thinking of set collection, this is set collection. This is a is. game of set collection. And, I would say as much control. as... Area control, which is why I like it a lot, because I like area control games. Uh, I, I I decided not to purchase it the night we played it because I was like this is more Sean's kind of game this is this does a lot of things that, that Sean likes and so I'm just going to let him have this game and then it just kept it was like an earworm it just kept it was in my mind for like weeks and weeks it's an ugly looking game um, but I tell you what you play it and if you like air control and, and, and you, you like you like rummy with war oh you'll like this game
2: it really kind of is rummy and, and it has a lot of the same aspects that Deus does where you the the Character you have on top gives you an action.
3: For me, this game was just simple. Like it was a simple, simple game. You can break it out with a lot of people, but it was still really, really fun to to play. Just with even as a two player game with with a couple gamers. So, yeah, it, it's it's a very simple game to play. Got a lot of replayability to it because you have so many options. We talked about if they ever made an expansion, you wouldn't need it. It's no. it's, it's got everything you need mm-hmm. in that one box, and you would. It's one of those games that. That you would if they if they ever did an expansion, i don't think they would I don't think it would if be smart they did, a you would sit there and go, "Why do I need that? Um, it's got a lot of game in that box, and yeah i the reason why it ranked so high on my list is because I was like this is this is the best in set collect I don't know how high it was for me, but it, it was, was number two for number you. two for me well, really, so I really felt like as a set collection game, this one was great, but even just as a game, this one's great,
2: yeah. Uh, number three is the only one to cross over with our worker placement in the top five. And it comes no surprise to me, it is Great Western Trail. Yes! Oh, yeah. um, yes! It yeah, absolutely really no wow. surprise really? to me.
1: really? love Great Western and I, I love, love the set too. collection in
2: it. But so, yeah, looking, it's
1: boring. No, it's it. not. You, yes, it is. <laughs> you're wrong. It's, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> that's,
2: that's funny because Brother Brian actually has it the lowest of all four of us.
1: Yes!
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I was conflicted on it, but then I finally ended up putting it it's middle middle of the line when middle of the. Road. It's a
1: reason why I understood like, the draft. I like I like the game. I a know whole you like lot, the game, but to me, the set collection was like the most vanilla set collection you could possibly have. I like it. So, <laughs> but it you, mul- like
3: dra- you like draft. You like the deck building a lot more than I do. So you got to think like compared to other deck builders and things where you're where you're yeah, managing like the hand. That was probably too vanilla for you. For me, it hit the right chords because I'm not a deck builder guy. So. This is something I get. I get the rummy style, but I can do a little bit of deck building with it. And so I was excited about that particular aspect of the game. That's my favorite aspect of the game is the hand yeah. management of it.
2: The set collection often comes with hand management. Those kind of usually coincide mm-hmm. a lot. This is this is the one where you can't... You don't get points for having double of the same mm-hmm. cow, right? Yeah. And it,
3: see, that's what I thought was... So it's like reverse set collection, you think? Kind of. Like getting a straight?
2: Yeah, I, I like the fact that it forced you to try to uh, create variety in your hand, in your set collection, as opposed to just, oh, I need three cows of this color. and That's what I thought was unique with it. It wasn't as high as Gary and just Brian. but I had a hard time
3: not ranking this as purely on the set collection, but I felt like when I was doing it, I, I still I kind of struggled thinking about I like it as a set as a whole. collection.
0: Yeah. I think for me, and I felt torn on it like i really did because I, I kept putting it lower and like wanted to put it lower in the list but then every time it came up in the ranking engine i was like oh, ah yeah, that's a good game. Mm, and it it, mean, it could, a game i think for me maybe if it's i was just ranking it, the game
1: like it'd been a lot higher I'm sure yeah, sure but i get it i think for I me it.
0: what it came down to was the fact that the set collection part of it was integrated well with everything else and all the mechanisms kind of work together well and so maybe i thought I don't maybe maybe that's what. So how
3: do you think of the game then, Brian? Instead, if you're not if you think set collections, what do you like about that particular game that's not set collection? I
1: love the trail. Okay, like the worker placement aspect, the movement worker placement
3: part of it. See, that part's okay for me. But again, I really feel like for me that was the first time I got like this hand and the train.
1: I I actually like the kind of thing. The ending of the trail too, like interesting. So the, like the the yeah. So so like we
3: both me. really like this game, but we mm-hmm. do like this game for
1: different reasons. That's right. That's interesting to me. Oh, that's cool. Well, see, and the I, I just love, means I this is such a great game. Normally, like I, I but um and like I said, this one's good, but it just was like it wasn't interesting to me.
3: Yeah, and, but I think that does speak to kind of what I've already observed is is you are into that kind of thing a lot more than I am. I don't a lot of times I don't get those games. I got this one, and that's why I liked it. You know.
2: So number two is a game we played recently, um, and I was really surprised at how high it ended up being, and that's Traders of Osaka. Oh. That one ranked number really? two. Really? I think it's because... I don't think I w- put that very high on my list. It uh, had one of the smallest standard deviations, so yours was... Oh uh, you're God. the lowest. You're I the am? lowest okay. of everybody. But it was pretty... Wow consolidated a big surprise i was surprised that it made it since we've only i've only played it once mm-hmm. but i thought i really liked it when the I set it. collection was unique
0: oh yeah wow. it was very that's, different
1: I, right that's why i, I, I don't
0: it. where did it fall on my list Is was it number two Yours was number three number three
1: you were number three
0: okay i thought it was number two but i knew it was high on my list because i'm not immediately drawn to like a lot of the set collection stuff but that is a game that like really speaks to me and i i, I love that game like i'm it's, it's a small game that does a lot. I like the game a lot too. In fact, I, I bought it after you and I played it, but it's never one of those
3: games that ever made a huge splash. Like, it's a game I want to play, and I'm really interested in playing it, but it's not, it, it constantly kind of gets passed over well, every time I, I think, I of think some for me, games.
0: maybe what pushes it over, and it's just a subjective thing, but I found my sister and brother in law have, I've been able to play with them two or three times now, and they love it. And so I have an audience where I've gotten. Instead of just because I, I played it with you, a couple other gamers. I think I got Maria to play it a couple times. Yeah, I know I have. And then, uh, but I've also played it um, four player with them, and those have been really great. And I, I and I've also got a couple great three player games in. So um, for me, maybe it's just because I've gotten more plays of it, and I've been. I successful think it's a fantastic it. game. I, I just and I was just also rating it on on the set collection and, and just. As, as a package as a whole, and True. I felt like it did set collection. Really it does well. do yeah. set collection. So, so interesting. There's in some really good cool way. elements to that game. I was that like, oh, might man.
3: have been a game I, I may not have thought about the set collection at the time when I was ranking it because um, when you when you just mentioned that just now, I just realized like how well it does set collection different. And,
0: and like managing like.
3: So I'm glad it's at number well, two. Like
0: managing like how you oh I can reserve that tile that card. Sometimes it comes to bite you. Cause, that you know, might have
3: been number one if I had ranked that a little higher. That's yeah, crazy really? to think about
0: how. Like, I, how I was surprised. This. I knew I knew what my number one was going to be, but I couldn't remember what whether it was number two or three for me. What is number one? Spre-
2: speaking of Just Brian's number one ends up being the number one. Yes. Do You know what that is. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seven Wonders Duel and Seven Wonders Duel nice. number one.
0: And I never got to play it. So okay, it be, I, I'm, I'm glad. It.
2: It, I'm glad it edged
3: out Traders of Osaka then. Cause so that's, it, it's, I've heard. Of, you to speak highly. Love it.
2: it. It is a great game. Love it. Love it. I, it, I, love I think it. what's great about the set collection is, and this that I like personally is that once you acquire something, it. It has an engine building aspect where it's being used for other things. You I will say continually get to
3: ranking this game as just a set collection was really difficult. It was hard to divorce set collection in this game with every other aspect of the game and and it it doesn't feel like a set collection to me as much i know I know there is that, but it this is more of a resource management kind of game
0: in but, my mind,
2: but resource management lend themselves to set collection sure i yeah, I get that but like
0: a like yeah. But in your mind, you don't kind of kind of as a pure distilled
3: set collection aspect of the game. It was so so every time this game came up, yeah, I kept clicking on it because it is I I love this game a lot, but it was hard for me to divorce this as a pure set collection game.
2: Yeah, it it was a little further down on my list. Um, I wonder if Traders and this one should have been flipped. I
3: (laughs) would maybe because because I had a hard time. I'm thinking of Traders differently now, and I had a hard time divorce in that so my ranking might have screwed those two numbers up i don't know how your how your algorithm works talk to us about all the other fancy parts of your algorithm that's interesting
2: so number six while we're talking about the interesting thing so the one with the 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 smallest deviation that's where we all ranked it fairly close came in at number six and that was parade and i thought this would actually be Mm, a little higher love this game Parade is an excellent set collection. It's kind of an anti set set collection. See, game. I haven't played you,
1: Parade. Ah, uh, I only had, had the one, one play game. of it.
2: Yeah, so uh, Parade gets its name because you have a like a, a river of cards basically in the middle of the table, and you're it's a parade of Wonderland, Alice in Wonderland characters. But I, I really like the the interesting, sometimes really hard choices of which card you need to put out uh, in the on that parade so that you only take a few cards because you don't want to set collect you you don't want the collection that causes you you know uh, unless you problem. do unless well because you can okay. shoot the moon in that this game. is this is true i forget about that it's it, there's a lot of thankiness in this game more so than you
3: but there's not a lot of ap there's not a lot of that analysis paralysis it, it's, it's, it's quick. quick it's real quick but there's a lot of thought that goes into each move it's such it, it hits the right
2: cylinders yeah it really does. It's a good I'm game. I'm glad
3: you mentioned Parade. So that had this less deviation.
2: Yeah, the deviation was 1.2. So we were all within basically a rank of each other. Okay, Except, except for me. me. Except for you. Uh, so the speaking of the biggest disparity was Hanabi, which is one I haven't played, actually.
3: It was at the bottom of my list. I made sure of that. I I buried that game. I gave Hanabi (laughs) away today. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I love that game. Yeah, see, there's the disparity. Get out of the room right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like Hanabi only when I play with, again, my sister and brother-in-law. And that's only because we cheat we we make we make there's, our own game out of there's it there's no
1: cheating in that game it says in the rule book that you can kind of apply the rules as you see fit
0: yeah so, so we apply them as we see fit every time we play it depends right. on how
1: yeah if you you can play with people who want to want to stick with like the rigidness of the rules or you can play with people who kind of want to kind of want to play around a little bit and i think either of those is fun i've had fun with that game either way and oh, I'm not going to talk you down. I'm disappointed, disappointed the, in you as a
0: gamer. No, I, <laughs> oh love, the, I love
1: the groupness <laughs> of it. Like like you're trying to collect sets of cards as a group without being able to see what cards you have. It's so cool.
2: See, and I haven't played this game because that that thought of the way that works just infuriates me. I don't even <laughs> want to try.
1: It's it, amazing. It just... Hey, no, but everyone's on. helping you. It's it's cooperative. Nah, I, I oh,
2: it would
3: drive me crazy. No one's helping to you. To think you're the guy. <laughs> no who's using okay, an now an now I now I understand <laughs> where this top
1: five came from because all the games that I ranked highly aren't anywhere near like y'all's so, like really? the top five. Okay. No, I, I, I'm the odd man out here.
2: So speaking mm-hmm. of your number one, actually came in, I think 15 overall, basically <sighs> because you're the only one that voted on it. Mm-hmm. You're the only one that has played Potion Explosion. Yeah, and I, That's one of the ones... That, that one. might have been a lot higher, though, it, with, it might if we have, had we all played, played
3: it. it. Um, because I kind of feel like that's that Century Golem kind of game, right? I mean, it's... it's am interested in that one. So, I mean, I wonder I wonder what... If, if the two of you had played Century Golem and all three of us had played Potion Explosion, how this would have changed the, I, the... It might have. The, know, the three of us would have changed that. That would have probably brought both those games up quite a bit. Because those are both great. Uh, from what I understand about Potion Explosion, but from what I know about the other, those are both great. Yeah, Potion Explosion. Set collection in, specific, yeah. in specificity. Yeah. So, it's just specificity. Um, there are games I wanted to rank, but I hadn't played them. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I wanted to rank Potion Explosion, but since I hadn't played I didn't think that would be fair. But I think that it would be a fantastic set collection game. So
1: it's fun. It's a lot of fun.
3: I'm glad that came up. It's because uh, it deserves being mentioned.
1: Gary's
2: number one was a similar situation, except I think you have played Alhambra uh, proper, Ryan, and so yours was a lot lower. His was number one. Gary mine, had it
1: number one. Mine. It probably would have been higher had I played it more recently. I played you that. Disappoint g- me, sir. I played that. <laughs> First g- hey, hang on. And hang on. This? Hang on. <laughs> I played. I played Alhambra like. 13 years ago. <laughs> Come over to my house. Game.
0: We'll play Alhambra while we burn Hanabi in the fireplace. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you will not burn Hanabi. Oh, man, it's getting It's okay. <laughs> it's it's getting cheap. It. <laughs> I love these lists, Sean. You always
3: bring out the, the
0: best in us. So, we're going to have to talk later about why you dislike <laughs> Hanabi so much. You know, here's the thing. I, I enjoy my plays with one specific group. I will not play the game with oh, anyone man. else. I, in fact, I just gave it to my sister today because I told her, you're the only people I want to play this game with, and you like it. Take it. Just bring it over to my house when you come to my house. So we can only play it with this limited group.
1: You just for each group you play it with, you just kinda of feel out how people want to play. And for the most part, I consider it a very light game. I've very rarely like like stuck to the letter of the rule. I've I've just made it a fun game.
3: It is a it is a set collection and, game. Uh, okay, okay. And yes. it does set collection well. Oh, well calm and down, I guess. But you might as well be asking me to
0: drink Coors Light and play Hanabi. Oh man. <laughs> oh, man. what are, what are we barbarians <laughs> over here? <laughs> wow, you can
1: go with the low blows. Yeah, over I don't here. know where to go with from there. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm you sorry. Uh,
0: Hanabi Coors? Let, let, me a, let, me, let me take a. Let me take a. Let me take a breath. We'll get, we'll get back. Let's, let's move on with your analysis, <laughs> Okay, sir. Move I'm, on. I'm sorry so, I if you okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, if man, if, here if we you go. could
1: play Hanabi like you do with those people, with anyone, with everyone else. Wouldn't it be, I mean, wouldn't you consider oh, that a fun
0: game? No, because not, not everyone likes, like, when you play that game, no, not everyone wants, like, sometimes you're like, hey, let's kind of, we can kind of cheat. No, no, we have to play by the rules. Okay, then, so, like, you have to, everyone in the group, if they all gel and we're all cool and we're all on the same page, yes, that game can be
1: Whenever I played with people, fun. we never had to say what we were going to do. It always just kind of came out naturally in the group,
0: and, and maybe it's just maybe it's just because the few limited groups I had, most of my experience. You just negative don't play games
1: with fun people.
0: But, wow, I mean, I, <laughs> sir, you, I don't even know you, what to say. Did you call me not fun by association.
2: Yeah, I kind of like playing. Okay, you know what?
0: You
1: just <laughs> don't play hanabi with fun people. Okay,
2: <laughs> sir. I, okay, moving
0: wow, on. Wow, this on. has gotten ugly.
1: Okay, yeah, so, I expect an apology,
2: man. So going going into last time we did, I apologize. The, last time we did the uh, the top games played by a person that nobody else had played, which yours was Potion Explosion. So uh, just Brian was Heron Tortoise was your top game that nobody. I'm to try that play. one out. Oh yeah. So none of us have played. I'm actually surprised that none of us have played that. It seems yeah, like and what's interesting? Arcade, what's interesting so.
3: about the set collection in this one is it's 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 um, it's one of those that. Um, you have a lot of control over the set collection what you play and that kind of thing and it's more like a community pool of sets like i want you played the wolf so i'll play two more wolves on top of that so we kind of all communally set collect at the ta- at, the, at, the, at the, on the table at yeah. the same time okay. and um and it's it's an interesting game i wouldn't say that i would probably rank this personally very high how was how high was it on my list do you oh. do you have it? No, no you don't have to look it up but I wouldn't say I rank it high in particular, but I guess...
2: Uh, you ranked it number 12.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's high. Yeah. I played a lot with my kids, and they love it. Yeah. That probably helps. So. Yeah. No,
0: That always helps.
2: So my, mine, and Gary, you didn't have one. Yeah. Uh, but we were talking in the car. You probably would have had one if you would have put it on if the If I list. would have...
0: Yeah. This list, I'll, I'll speak here in a minute. Uh, oh, I want to hear Shucks. So, t-
2: so my my highest that nobody else had played is technically Royals, Um. But, uh, and, and that one's kind of more of an area control, but there is a lot of set collection to it as well. They kind of go hand in hand. But uh, really, honestly, I think the one that should be number one that nobody else had played, but just Brian messed up all the rankings, was Viceroy. Viceroy was my number two. And you ranked it, like, third to last.
3: Yeah, the only one that, um, The only one I buried under that was Hanabi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not
4: a kid so, Oh, yes. So I,
2: yeah, I was trying to think when I saw this list come out, I didn't realize that I Just kidding, well... We can still be friends. I didn't...
1: We'll see. Uh, we will see it. Our, our uh,
3: and that's... I wouldn't go that far. I would not ever go that far. That's
2: not true. The the lowest on your list was phase ten, but I think that was the lowest on everybody's list. Oh man. Anyway, um... That's a dirty word. <laughs> So, so I, w- I was trying to think about this the other day.
3: Vice Whatever was, was one number of those... one on
1: your list, I should have put it last. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm about tell it.
0: Next time, show me your list.
1: I'm going to put, put it in reverse.
2: Wow, man. I didn't realize we had so much division. Uh... But I, seriously, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, Viceroy is a game that's on my shelf that doesn't see a lot of play. And I keep thinking to myself, why do I still have this game? I don't want to get rid of it. I really like the play of it. But it's not like in my top 20 games overall. But I really enjoy it. And I once I did this, did this list, I realized it's because of the set collection. Yeah, so it does this,
0: this really well.
2: It, it's got a lot of little set collection things in it. It's in And it uses it in a way that's very different. You're creating a pyramid and um, each card that you place down uh, creates a color in that pyramid and so if you like get four of them that touch you get a you know bonus points for oh, so colors. there's a
0: special element and a, and a collection and,
2: yeah and they also they also have different uh, special abilities based on where they are in the pyramid and then those things give you different sets of things that you're collecting at the same time I, I just thought it was really different and I, I didn't realize I enjoyed it that much as a set collection game. So now it's probably one this. I won't get one, rid of. And I need to play it again, honestly. I'll played it. i
3: play times. it. I'll, I'll still play this game, by the way. I, I really like it. I didn't it. dislike my experience with the game with you uh, when we played it. I do think it, it's well, probably a good two-player game, and I only played it once. We, but we I didn't played really it as a two-player, but I,
2: I don't think it fares as well as a two-player. As well as it, it was a lot more fun as a four-player game hmm. because of the bidding aspect that goes on.
3: I forgot it had a bidding aspect yes. to it, but we weren't ranking bidding games. No. So.
2: I, anyway, I was just surprised. I surprised myself with that one. Um, uh, honestly, I thought Century Spice was or Spencery Golem was going to be my number mm-hmm. two. Uh, okay, so other interesting tidbits. So the lowest game that all four of us have played. Um, I get. Did one of y'all not play Phase Ten? Because that would affect. Assume that I would be the lowest. I
0: didn't, I didn't have that on there. I don't. I don't remember. If it, I don't You're think I've ever lucky, played that. Lucky man. Uh,
2: so the lowest one, though, a uh, relevant game is Forbidden Island was our lowest of all mm-hmm. of us, which I thought was surprising. And Pandemic was right above it. They're very similar.
1: I ranked Pandemic a little bit higher, I think.
2: Uh, mine were back to back. They ended up back to back in the official rankings, uh, which which is interesting because they they do have a very similar. Well, I
3: always consider then. them the same game, like one's a lighter version of the other. Yeah. And so... yeah, that's
1: why I ranked Pandemic higher, I think, on my list. Was... I yeah, kind of went and... the
3: opposite way. I was like, the way I feel about that game, I only want to play the lighter version of it. Yeah, you know? so... and,
2: and you're, you're the only one that voted Forbidden Island higher.
3: Yeah. Everybody else. Exactly, well, for that reason, for that very yeah. reason. is like, if I'm going to play that game, I would rather play the lighter version, get, get kind of past it, and, and well, move on to another game.
2: It's it's interesting you say that because I, I actually had pandemic at one time. I tried it with my family. They didn't really care for it, and so now I have Forbidden Island because it's more of a family mm-hmm. weight game. And if I'm going to play that style, I'll probably play that one more than the other one. Yeah,
1: I actually got rid of Forbidden Island in favor of Forbidden Desert.
2: Ah, well, there's yeah another I don't have I haven't played that one. Has
3: I it? kind I like of it consider lot. them. Yeah, I think I would prefer to play Forbidden Desert, yeah. but but you, I, it's it's either or well, for me.
1: To me, Forbidden Island was was Pandemic light, and Forbidden Desert was enough different that it, okay, it, I, need uh, to I need a little to, bit more meat.
3: Yeah, and
0: it's tougher. If you ask me, it, it's
3: tougher to be There's this weird thing I have about board games where I have I have no qualms philosophically with like a written destiny kind of thing in life. Like I'm okay with with all that spelled out for you. But for some reason, when you shuffle a deck of cards and you replay a game and you say, all right, now we're just going to find out what happens. It kind of feels like the game is, even though it's not on rails and you can make some decisions. That's any game that you shuffle. It puts a little bit more on rails for me. But I thought I would love Flashpoint more because it's, cause you get to roll that dice and, and you don't know how the game's going to, how those results go. Yeah. You don't know either. You don't know in, in Forbidden Island. I don't know what I'm talking about. But but the, the fact is, is I kind of felt like I'm looking at that deck going, you've already determined whether I'm going to win or lose this game. With know? the die, yeah. Maybe, so maybe the, you
1: should the the shuffle the deck every, every, every round or something. That way it's like... There's...
3: It's, it's, it has nothing to do with the game. It has to do with my own my own defects.
2: Well, uh, that's kind of all for the statistics portion of it. Thank than, you, Shuck. Yeah, thanks for coming up with one of the, like, the most
3: exciting I'd... and... and and divisive uh, segments.
2: I thought I'd of round out group. The, the top ten. Just give you the last couple. So parade was number six. Um, Century Spice Road Golem was number seven. Uh, Deus came in at number eight, and that's kind of an interesting way that it—the resources based on where you put your buildings on the board, uh, similar to Takunoko, but not—not mm. not as set collection. I don't feel like it's um, a very set collection-y game. It, it really all you're doing is collecting the resources. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Lords of Waterdeep came in number nine, and that's Pretty typical. Yeah. Yeah. And Biblios came in at number 10, uh, which was Gary's number two. I've never played that one.
3: I need to play it a couple more times to really. Don't tell me it was the bottom of your list. No, he, it, it was, was in the
2: bottom of my
0: mind.
3: Okay. Okay. I just don't play. I don't think I kn- knew I've well played it, so. It, uh,
2: Gary's wanted me to play that one. So yeah, yeah I've wanted to play it. To it's been lot. on my list to play.
3: But, oh, you, or, so you
0: never had played it? No. Oh man, okay. Well, I would kind of put it around
3: a... with like like a lost cities kind of game. I would I would I kind of think of those as kind of the same category. It's of, got a second question. It's really
0: the the auction in there is like if we were doing an auction list. Yeah, I mean it was number two on this list. I, I would probably rate it in my top five for auctions too. Um, it it does both mechanics really well.
2: I guess the only other interesting things were like I said Gary had the fewest. Uh, both Brian's tied at thirty nine each. And then Woo-woo. I had the, I had the most with fifty one games that I'd played wow. set collection. It's kind of your I jam. So, I also realized that, I like set collection a lot. Th-
0: this yes, and I, I I kind of figured you would. I guess I wasn't that surprised I had the least. Although I realized, and, and like I told Chuck earlier, it's an element in a lot of games, but it's not necessarily the the main mechanic or featured as strongly. There's a lot of games that I could have only after I ranked it and submitted it that I realized like. Uh, for example, I was looking uh, Rococo. It's a euro I really like. It has a lot of set collection. So next time I'm going to look for ways I can bring, uh, uh, if I can find like some ways to like edge some euro games in there that like, <laughs> like you know, whatever <laughs> mechanic it is, like. Well, technically it has it, um, but I, I don't think Rococo would have been like super high on my list. It does have pretty strong kind of set collection mechanic, but um, some of these other ones do it better. So I don't think it would have affected my rankings very highly.
2: That's all I got. We want to fight about Hanabi I,
0: some more? Oh, no. I, 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 I just want it, I want it on record. So, proper Brian, I just want it on record that I apologize for my behavior uh, regarding your, your, your ranking of Hanabi. And mm-hmm. I just hope that we can eventually play some more games again, like like good games, like Calhoun. You mean the game that was really low on my list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, Brian, I'd like um,
2: to apologize for like a third time just because... I feel like I need to apologize.
3: All right, is this for the survive,
2: maybe and champions oh. at the same time?
3: You don't have to apologize for champions. It's kind of a,
2: a combo. I, I feel
3: it's, like it's, I feel like you feel worse <laughs> about that than I do. When I when I impulse oh. buy, that's on me, man. Well, like so, I, I do feel bad this, about. I still love you, but I am a little so, upset on, about on the
0: on survive this kind, stuff. A, it's like you know, a Kumbaya, like Kumbaya moment, like Kumbaya yeah. kind of moment. Let's yeah. go ahead and <laughs> end of the podcast. And uh, yeah. th- Shuck, I, I I really love love that segment again. Uh, I I thought it was great. And, uh, guys, th- hey, thanks for getting together, uh, and uh, let's do this again sometime soon. Um, and for more uh, PubMeeple goodness, check out our website, pubmeeple.com. We're also on YouTube, uh, just put youtube.com slash pubmeeple. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, uh, just at PubMeeple. Simple enough. Thanks for listening. See ya.